Welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast. Join Josh and Michael as they talk about the latest hobby news, what's on the shelves at Grand Slam, the inside scoop on what it's like running a local card shop, and much, much more. Now, to the episode. Hey, hey, hey! It's episode, who knows what, five of season two? Yes, I don't know why I'm using, uh, this works, I don't know why I was using hand signals, but... (laughs) So, yes, welcome, Michael at Medium Rare Cards. I'm Josh from Grand Slam Cards in Rock Hill. This is the Talking Shop Podcast. It's been a couple weeks. Happy holidays. Merry New Year. (laughs) How was your New Year's? It was uneventful. I was asleep before midnight. That's right. You said you were sick. You were under the weather. I was under the weather. Bad cold. You can probably hear it in my voice a little bit. I'm feeling better now, but... Yeah, at 1.30, 1.30 in the morning, I hear fireworks going off in the neighborhood. I'm like, what is wrong with people? Don't they yeah, that's the wrong people? time zone. They should have, they should, those go off at 12, Yeah, not 1.30. I'd have been okay with that. You know, five or 10 minutes of fireworks right at 12, but 1.30 and they're still going off and I'm trying to sleep. So call me the old cranky man, but. Get off, get off your lawn, right? Yeah. Get off your lawn. So uh, Josh, got to ask. Are you a resolutions guy? Are you a New Year's? In my household, we call it revolutions. But, uh, are you a New Year's re- resolutions guy? I am. I am not. Are you? I I am, um, and it's usually not to start doing something, but to stop doing something is my my usually my revolution. So this year making it public I am not drinking oh. this year. I'm not. Not that I was a real heavy drinker, but I just decided I I've done it before, but Susan and I, my wife Susan and I, we are going alcohol free in 2023. I I just said that out loud for the first time that's got a little ring to it. Yeah, you need a shirt made up. Alcohol free for <laughs> Fun fact, I've never drank alcohol. I think I've told you that before. So yeah. I'm riding a 43-year streak of no alcohol. So I commend you. I I don't care if others do. It's their own business. But uh, I choose not to. That's uh, I'll be a, I'll be your accountability partner. But I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't that. like missing much, but uh, that's my own opinion. Yeah. So, you know, I want to – I turned 49 – uh, a week after trade night, shameless plug. Um, and I want to roll, I don't want to roll into my 50th year on this planet, sort of on fumes, no pun intended. I just want to, <laughs> want to optimize things. And so, um, cutting out alcohol is probably going to lead to other really, really good health decisions. So we're going to do that. And and alcohol, I don't believe is cheap. So that frees up some money for some cards, uh, potentially. (laughs) Yes. I never even thought of it that way. Well, uh, don't, 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 you know, Susan's probably never going to listen to this episode. So don't tell her. I'm not, I'm not going to give up any type of (laughs) Red Bull yet. Although I probably should have so uh, before we go into the rundown for the show, so you don't do resolutions, but do you have any sort of goals? I do. Specifically, I mean, you could share other goals, but so, specifically for the hobby. 
Yeah, we've got a bunch of really cool things in the motions at, down at the shop that we're going to start implementing here very soon. I'll touch on one or two of those here. If you, since we've talked, we've launched the website. Yes. Uh, so you can shop our sports inventory online now. You can purchase inventory there. We had someone last night, this is really cool, at like, nine or 10 or 11 at night, my phone dings, someone placed an order for local pickup. So as soon as we open up at 11, we prepare it and it's ready to go right at 11. So the customer came in and picked it up. We've had a couple door dashes. Uh, we've had a, a customer we've shipped to. So uh, the website was kind of like, I, I want my local guys to be able to just log in and go to the website and see what we've got at the shelves. And it might say, Hey, all right, they've got XYZ. Let's go down to Grand Slam. That's kind of more what it was for. But if right. someone wanted to buy a product and have it delivered or shipped, or what I thought would probably be the most popular is local store pickup. Local pickup. You're guaranteeing yourself that we have it on the shelf by the time you get there. Like this customer bought a mosaic hobby box of football. And I think we've got one or two left now. So it's a way to secure one. Have it have it held at the shop, and you can come by and pick it up anytime you want. But stuff like that. That for goals, we've got some stuff that we'll touch on later too. That is in the works. So that would I say to grow the shop. You know, nice. this year is is always a goal. So it, just to um, touch on the whole ordering and door dashing cards. So can I can I get him to pick up a cheeseburger with my hobby box? Uh, I bet if you, <laughs> I, I, that's a good question. Do DoorDashers do that? Do Can they pick I, up more than one? Order? Cause if I they could, know. in theory, you could order something from Arby's that's near our shop and then order something from the shop and maybe the same DoorDasher gets it. Don't know. Don't care. I just don't want, me. I don't want French fry grease on my hobby box. That would, I was that just thinking, me. like, if people are leery, like, does this work? It works. We've had some door dashes already. The door dasher just comes to the card shop and says, I've got an order for Bob. We hand it to him, and they go deliver it. And it's pretty cheap, um, and it works. My thought was, if dad's at home with the kids and wants to open something, can't get down to the shop, just Love place it. the order. And So Love other it. things, we got some other things churning so stay tuned but yes yes and so for for me you know I, I said this last year our goal is to get a thousand subscribers on youtube yeah. um, i think we'll get there i think we'll get there. i think we should get there uh and then um you know as far as the podcast i would love to uh get more guests on uh to take some of the intellectual burden off of us a little bit so uh maybe one or two guests you know a quarter i think would be a pretty good goal um for us so um and as far as other goals like i said uh the non-alcohol thing that i've got going uh, will probably dovetail into some other things uh fitness goals uh, and health stuff that uh, we put together so i'm i'm into fitness fitting this pizza in my mouth <laughs> <sighs> man seen, you've seen that shirt hopefully. i just yeah yeah maybe i could cut that one out it's tough to cut out things on a live broadcast but i need to figure that we need to put like a 30 second delay so that we can just 
cut out I the dad jokes. stuff like you know other other yep. art shops in the area keep stealing our ideas and uh oh no I didn't oh no <laughs> uh let's just do I the mean, rundown let's just nope another no, let's just nope just let's just do the rundown so if you're listening for the first time we are gonna <laughs> uh we're going to uh that was the opening rip by the way uh then we're gonna talk about some things that hit the shelves last week since we didn't have an episode and then things hitting the shelves this week Behind the counter, we're going to talk about trade night next Saturday, which is trade night 13. We are going to look at some grading numbers from Gemrate and uh, maybe even a big announcement when it comes to uh, grading um, through uh, through a, um, a, one of your favorite LCSs. Um, we're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture and then maybe make some predictions for NFL and some other sports that we can sort of call back. I looked, I, I tried to see who we predicted would win things. Uh, and we didn't do a prediction show last year. So I thought we'd throw that in there card from the vault, a look at what's hitting the shelves next week. And then as usual, we're going to end with crazy stat of the week, but first Josh, what is new ish in the shop this week? Yeah, so last week, Bowman Draft was a big release that we've gotten into shop and sold lots of. Um, had a monster card. I actually got it here to send off to be created for a customer. Ooh, let me let me zoom in on that for those of you big, guys who are watching. Like, if this card doesn't come back at 10, something's wrong. There is not a flaw on this card. So the customer wants to grade it, grading through us. Uh, that's a teaser for the announcement coming up. But uh, number to 50, Elijah Green. That is a big card. It's a big card. So that's getting sent off to be graded. That came out of Bowman Draft. It's at the shop. Um, Mosaic Football Hobby came out. We busted a couple boxes of that online, and we've got love some- love the design of that this year. Yeah. I think they. I think that what I saw, they brought the the M from the mosaic to the center of the the card this year. Is that what I, I saw? Uh, you would quiz me on that. I opened. <laughs> I love what the ones that I saw that you posted from the break were beautiful. So I've always loved mosaic football. It's one of those, one of those, um, products where, uh, you're really, really looking for the parallels and, you know, that Genesis and Peacock, um, parallels, uh, those out of that product are some of my favorites. So, um, and then it looks like flawless. You said you may get, you might be able to get flawless. Coming, uh, launching this week, I yes. believe, is uh, XR Football is tomorrow. Nice. Um, there will be a few boxes of this in the football hobby trade night break that you'll see posted probably tomorrow. So we're going to go back to doing a big football break on trade night. So stay tuned for that. There will be some XR in that product or in that break. Um, but that launches tomorrow. It's at the shop now. Um, the break we are currently trying to fill, it's got, I think, 10 or 11 spots left. Capstone Baseball, there it is. So this is a new Panini Baseball product. Um, so 12 packs, you get two autos, two mems, and you're chasing some, probably some pretty sweet uh, inserts. They're called uh, the Blue Steels and graffiti inserts so chasing those 
in that same break, as you see in the picture, uh, there's a jumbo rip card. This is a jumbo rip card. You can see how big it is. There is three mini cards inside of here. We'll rip it at the break. Whoever gets the Oakland Athletics will obviously get this ripped card. <laughs> whoever gets the cards inside, that'll go to the teams there. So uh, go over to the webpage, GrandSlamBreaksRockHill.com. There's still 10 or 11 spots left. We'll break it as soon as it's full. But that's five hobby boxes of a brand new baseball product and a jumbo rip card, all for the low, low price of $29.99.95. Nice. Nice. I have not seen, and I'm looking forward to this capstone product. Um, so I'm I've looking forward pictures. to seeing that. I think it looks pretty cool. I know it's Panini and it's not licensed, but the price is pretty good. You're getting what we'll pull 10 autos plus anything out of the rip card, another 10 mem cards, probably numbered cards, and hopefully one of those really hard to pull uh, inserts. So don't sleep on that break. It's only 29 bucks. I think we need to get that baby filled so we can go on to some football. Awesome. So if you're listening to this, uh, grab a spot in that break. That's uh, what, what's you could they can go to the main site and um, and then exactly. jump so into that. Grandslamrockhill.com. We'll take that. Absolutely. Um, and then, uh, did you say that you were you were getting flawless baseball this week? Uh, it comes out. I may be getting it, so okay. stay tuned for that. Uh, okay. Another XR comes out, and then the, the other products are the following week, so we'll talk right. about those next week. Fantastic. Well, that is what is new in the shop. Now, let it, let's talk about... Uh, a trade night that was supposed to happen in December got bumped and hopefully there's all kinds of pent up demand for a, tr a local trade night trade night 13 can't believe there has been 13 of these you mentioned it that we are reintroducing a trade night break do you want to sort of get a little more it, it is a football right it's all football it's all hobby product it's pricey but it's going to be posted tomorrow, so you'll have 10 days. You can grab a spot. you got 10 days to get your payment in. Uh, details to come. But it's probably, let's see, 12 hobby boxes of stuff mixed together. So, Will it only be from this year? You're going to mix years as well. So it will be 21 and 22. Nice. So nice. I don't like so mixing it too thin because then you just thin it out. So. Right. Two years, there hasn't been a ton of 22 product out yet, right. uh, and all of 21 products been out. So it's a mixture of both. Will Mosaic football be part of that? Mosaic will not, but but XR will be, and nice. the other ones are fairly juicy. So nice. I like to hear it. Well, um, let me go into some numbers. I want to pick your brain, and then we can uh, make this big teaser announcement that you've been sort of uh, dancing around. But check out these numbers, and for those of you guys that are listening, um, I brought up Gem Rates, uh, a screenshot of Gem Rate. Their um, Instagram page is awesome. Check them out, like them, follow them. Check out these numbers, Josh. So um, from October through November through December, PSA just keeps keeps churning along roughly a million um, cards a, a month. million cards a month it's 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 nuts to think i mean you could if you just work backwards from that on a 40 hour work week 
how many cards every day they have to, or every hour that they do. It's nuts. Um, um, and it looks like only PSA and SGC uh, had gains as far as um, their submission numbers. Now, PSA did run a $15 December special. Mm-hmm. SGC ran the Bowman Chrome special. Now, I don't even know if Bowman Draft Chrome is part of that. I think it's only Bowman Chrome. Um, and then you could see, uh, you know, finally, um, CSG has hit hit a bit of a wall. Now, I know that they were running a promotion for the new Star Wars Galaxy cards that had just come out for that people to submit to them for only like $9 as well. And poor, poor Beckett still floundering. They just keep the numbers keep decreasing there at Beckett. So you'd think they would return my email. (laughs) You think that they, they would, you think that they would, you think that they would want, you know, a group submitters. So submitting through them. CSG. That's pretty impressive to do double what Beckett does. And I bet you, if you pulled 10 people that come into the shop, two of them out of 10 probably knows about CSG. Right. Well, so you can see the split there. So Beckett, they don't have a split. So I don't know how many, I can't even imagine if somebody is submitting a Pokemon card there, but CSG, that 110 is split between 34,000 sports cards and 76,000 non-sports cards. And probably mostly Pokemon, but mostly decent. Pokemon. But you know they do. Um, they they brought the um, the blue label that they have for their comic books, the CCG comic book label. They do for the non sports cards. They have that miniaturized for their non sports labels. So and they actually look pretty cool. Um, so any thoughts on this? I mean, uh, we're going to do some predictions. Let's go ahead and maybe do a prediction for 2023 on what this looks like in 12 months. I want a hot take, Josh. A I think that's the take. thing. I want a hot take from you on what this is going to look like this time next year when I can finally have a drink in my hand. I think the ranking for December... I think that ranking is going to stay that way for a long time. PSA, CSG, SGC, and Beckett. I, I would love to know HGA's number too, FYI. But, you know, that's not a hot take. But I just think those numbers are going to stay probably that same ratio, but but grow, maybe. It seems like... I know that's not a, that's a lukewarm take. That but is that is a, a lukewarm take. I just don't see anybody dethroning PSA anytime soon, if ever. Um, I mean, and I, it wouldn't be a hot take for me to say CSG is just going to continue to be a beast because look at their they're beating they're doing as many TCG cards as SGC is doing total cards. Yes, that's yes. that's. Well, that's pretty sweet. It is sweet. It is. You sweet. give a hot. You probably so, 
you ask, you probably have a hot take. Give me a hot take. I do. I think based on these numbers, I think, um, and I think it needs to happen. Um, I, I think two of these companies, uh, merge. Um, and yeah. And, and then Beckett goes away unless one of the companies that merges, it merges with Beckett to keep the name. Um, I just think Beckett right now is swirling the drain a bit. Uh, less and less of their cards are in the limelight. Um, because what's happened is these big auction houses, it used to be uh, that these big auctions would happen like once a quarter and all the limelight for these big BGS cards uh, that get bought for a million dollars that used to like be a headline, but now it's like, huh? Yeah, it was a million. And so the, the bloom has sort of has fallen off the rose a little bit. And so I think for Beckett to survive, they're going to need to join forces with one of these other grading companies. And then next year we may see, we may see a Beckett slash SGC or Beckett slash uh, CSG company. And then they, they, they form some sort of a, a new company by 2024. What if I'll play devil's advocate here. What if 50,000 cards a month is a very manageable, profitable number for a company like Beckett and Beckett says, you know, if we constantly have, I know the other companies are doing a hundred plus, but if we're around 50,000 cards every month, uh, we're fine with that. And, you know, that's up 500% from three years ago. That's a great point. I just, I don't see this reversing itself. Like if I went back to, um, a six, a, taking a six month snapshot, um, I think Beck, Beckett continues to decline and less and less cards go, go there. I think that, um, the industry sees that. I mean, for goodness sake, I just mentioned these auction houses. One card was a BGS 9.5, and I can't for the life of me remember what the card was. And a PSA 10 uh, of the same card sold within an hour of each other. And the PSA 10 sold for like four times as much as the BGS 9.5. That is That is going to kill them. Because then there's no reason. Yeah. No reason. And look, SGC basically is part of that negative 5% because SGC said, yeah, send all those Bowman Chrome autographs over to us. We'll grade them for nine bucks a piece and get them back to you within three days. So it's, it it's, they're just, I don't know. And it's sad because I wish I was part of the hobby when Beckett was the grading company. It's just what's kind of funny is the two best cards that I own are both in Beckett slabs. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. And you're not going to be alone in that for a long, long time. I mean, it may take, it may take another half a decade for people 
not to say that anymore. Well, yeah, and I, I just think as the the resale value goes down, yes. I've got it. Like the one is a nine point five. I've yeah. got to get that in a PSA ten case. Yeah, yep. And so, and PSA is doing crossovers now. I looked. I think it's fifty bucks though. But if it's a really really high end card. Uh, I, I don't have, I mean, I told you that I absolutely ruined and it wasn't a big, it was like a hundred dollar Kobe rookie card. I bought, I bought it for just a shade under a hundred bucks. It was in a CSG slab. I cracked it and nicked it, nicked the front of it. And it came back a, it came back a six. PSA six. Well, here's my question then. My 9.5 Beckett, if they're, if they're doing crossovers and I, I can send that slabbed, correct. Yeah. They'll crack it and grade it. Yes. What are my odds? It's a PSA 10 because I, yeah. I think if I send it raw, it's a PSA 10. I just can't fathom a company looking at another company's 9.5 and saying, we're going to call this a 10. It's a great point. It's a great point, which ma- makes what I just said, maybe you take the risk. I mean, but if it's a four figure card, how are you going to, how are you going to crack it out of there? Yeah. I don't have a choice, but to let, let, and just, you're hoping that PSA is okay with, yeah. yeah, Most Beckett nine fives are PSA tens in our eyes. Yep. Absolutely. Well, um, we've got it on tape on our predictions. Mine was that's, that's pretty far fetched. I mean, Beckett has a long, has a long history in the hobby. Hopefully somebody can turn that, that ship around, but, but, um, you don't think PSA would want PSA would be interested in gobbling up one of the smaller ones for their market share and their infrastructure. And I don't think so. I think they have proven, uh, that they can put so much downward pressure on the market that no matter what, you know, they, they could, they could say, yep, this month we're running $10, a $10 special because we grade a million cards a month. I guarantee you that if they posted a negative number in December, we would have, we'd have some sort of a January $12 special from PSA. Yeah. So, but let me just segue into what I think is a huge announcement. I'm so excited for you and your team there, but um, what's this announcement slash teaser that dovetails into this grading conversation? It's, it's teaser because I don't want to put anything in stone. Although although what it is, is in stone that the dates and when we'll be rolling is not, but yeah, our local guys will be able to drop cards off with us to have graded with, these five companies HGA included Um, we're going to have a separate office that you can drop those off at that is next door to the shop so uh, coming soon probably by trade night that's that's the teaser Uh, stay tuned but yeah we just think we should be doing this I've got some help now uh, with it I didn't want to do it until we could do it right we've thought about this for years long before we dealt with Palmetto down there in Lexington. Um, we have kicked around this idea for, uh, we've owned it five years. We've kicked it around for four years probably. Um, and it's just a no brainer. We have too many, too many customers that come in on a daily basis that want to get into grading and they need some guidance. And so we're securing a couple spots next door to the shop 
and you'll be able to come sit down, drop off your cards. We've got a system you can enter the cards in and we'll help you. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be really good, really easy for our local guys to get stuff sent off. Um, so stay tuned for more of the details, but that's coming. Fantastic. I am so excited about this. I can't tell you. Um, you know, one of the big advantages of using a group submitting uh, service, uh, other than the fact that most of the time there's a, especially if you're doing a lot of cards and even just a few, there's a, there's a pretty good price break. Um, and that you don't have to worry about the whole shipping aspect. I mean, when I first started in this hobby, shipping something that I sold on eBay really, really intimidated me and shipping something that off to, um, off to a grading company or somebody, a group submitter that I'd never even met before is intimidating. So knowing that you've got this customer base that likes you and trusts you that you can handle their high end or low end or cards that they want in a slab. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I loved what the, what we were able to do with Palmetto and and down in Lexington and what we're going to offer is uh, my favorite thing was here. Tell me what I owe you when they come back, you know, and that's what we'll do as well. We'll take care of all the upfront costs and you'll pay your invoice when the cards come back. You'll have a we'll have a sweet system for tracking the status of the cards and uh, and when the grades populate. So, yeah, that was that's intimidating to me, knowing they've got to be in certain heart card holders and certain done certain ways. I don't know if I'm going to screw it up. I don't know if I'm going to send it in the wrong holder. And <laughs> we'll do all of that for you. We've got right. all the supplies ready to go. So. Like this is my first submission myself. This is probably 30 cards. Nice. That'll go off here pretty soon. And so I'll be bringing a stack of cards myself. Yeah. Awesome. 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 All right. Let's move on. Um, There's one week left in the NFL season, I believe. And if it ended today, this is what it would look like. So the teaser for this episode was if you could buy one card before this playoff bracket gets going, mm-hmm. what would that be and why? So, and just for people that are listening, let me just, uh, so in the AFC, it has Jacksonville versus, uh, the Chargers, which I mean, that's like hobby heaven there, right? Um, Cincinnati versus Baltimore, another great game for the hobby. Buffalo and New England, um, also okay. another great game for the hobby because yes. Jones needs a little love. Absolutely, and, and then um, Casey gets a buy, and then on the other side, Tampa versus Dallas. Minnesota and New York. That's probably the most blah game with regards to the hobby. And then San Francisco and Seattle. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy's cards are going bonkers. That's why I was at that secretly. That's why I was asking if the yeah. mosaic was in that break. Uh, and then Philadelphia, you know, sort of the, the Cinderella story for the season. So Josh, if you had one card, if I said, you got one card to buy before the, before the playoff starts, what, what would it be? 
uh, it's this one, it's this one right here. And I have to go with my gut. As soon as you asked me that question, the card came to mind and I can dance around it, but I actually bought one the other day. That's going to get sent off to be graded, but blow up my screen really quick. I'll yep, show you. Absolutely. You know, well, besides the fact I'm a Brady Homer, so we'll talk Brady here in a minute. But Brady aside, this is this is who I've got my money on. And and, and for yeah, for you guys that are listening, it's um, the the Mahomes optic, and then a Mahomes downtown, uh, the optic rated rookie Mahomes, and that's that's does that come in a silver? I don't know the Mahomes market. That there is a silver version of that. Uh, there is, yeah. There, okay. there's, there's colored versions of it. So okay. this is just the base uh, optic. Yeah. But card aside, it's it's Mahomes is who I, you know, I'm going to give my case for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in a minute. But you know, it's going to be really hard. Mahomes is in the AFC Championship game every, every year. Year, it's every unreal. Year. Yep. So you you can't count out Buffalo. You really you. That left left hand side, throw that bracket back up there. But um, well, there I did. Yep. Burrow's always got a shot. Josh Allen's strong. You know, Jacksonville and the Chargers. I don't think they're they're ready yet. And you know, if if the Ravens and Lamar catch fire, they'll do some damage and could win any given Sunday. Um, the other side, San Francisco's going to be tough. And if Brock Purdy just gets a little better every week. You're winning because of the run game and the defense and all the weapons, but Brock Purdy is playing more than just game management there. Um, so, but here's the thing you have to, so you're probably like, Josh, come back down to earth. It's not <laughs> Brady's year. It's not the Buccaneers year. Just get over it. It's not going to happen, but you can't tell me you would be beyond shocked because they're the division winner. They're in the playoffs. They're, they're probably going to play Dallas you can't tell me you'd be shocked if Tom Brady goes in there and the bucks look good and they beat the Cowboys. That would not be shocking. And it would not be shocking for him to, to play. If the Giants somehow managed to get there against the Eagles. And so, I'm just saying it's possible that Brady could win this thing. Quarter number four of the last game, Brady caught fire. The bucks offense caught fire. And they scored 20 points during that game. I looked at my brother-in-law and I said, this could be the quarter right here that everyone goes back and points to and says, this is where it clicked. And they, and they, you know, it's a different game when you're in the playoffs and when you got Brady there. So that's my dream. I've, I've heard it for 15 years. Josh, give it up. Josh, give it up. when the Patriots were down 28 to three, everyone left the room. We heard Josh, it's over. And I said, now mathematically they could still come. Josh, it's over. And Brady did it. What he always does. He never lets us down. That's my hot take. I'm going to face Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But if not, I'd like the Niners to go. I'd like Brock Purdy to just take them all the way. What a Wow. Story. That would be a great story. So uh, I've got a hot take. And okay. then I've got sort of the common sense take, right? And is this about your card that you would buy? Yes. So uh, I would buy, uh, if I could, I would buy in the highest grade possible a Dak Prescott auto. 
the uh, real one. I was gonna say the, I got a great one for you. <laughs> it's not autographed. I have his silver rookie in a PSA. The team. the real one. I mean, there's some controversy around his rated rookie auto. I think that there may there there are some that are floating around that they're fake autographs. So I would oh, want one that's been authenticated. But um, I I I I think that this may be his year. And even even if they don't go all the way, I think. Um, he's he has learned he's he's learned how to how to win in tough situations so i think this may be i, I would buy a dak prescott autograph i think it's the his rated rookie um auto idiot i know that's my hot hot take and then all right, all right. and then the the common sense but it's still fairly hot i i think joe burrow is a special kid i think um he is he he lives for these sort of moments. Now, I don't know enough about football uh, to know whether or not everybody around him is healthy. I don't know if Jamar Chase is healthy, but if Jamar Chase is healthy, um, then um, I'd go out and, and buy something high graded, um, a nice colored parallel uh, auto uh, of, of Joe Burrow. So, uh, but if you didn't, if you couldn't buy Tom Brady, if Tom Brady was not because you're such a homer, um, who, who would be sort of a second pick besides Mahomes there? Um, for you, I I do like your burrow idea. He's, they're kind of like when their backs against the wall, they're that turd that won't flush. (laughs) I cannot wait to cut that. That's (laughs) I'm going to put that on loop. So go ahead. But probably, you know, again, these aren't super hot, but it's kind of hot. Like Jalen Hurts, at the beginning of the year, halfway through the year, I was like, this is not the real deal, folks. Yeah. But he, he, they could. They're, they're loaded. He could just go all the way. Um, and, and Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy. That's why his stuff is hot right now, because I think yeah. – People know that the Niners could carry Brock Purdy and then the the hobby collector benefits by yeah. selling Brock Purdy. Yeah. Because yeah. he's gonna play fine. He'll even do some really good things, probably. But McCaffrey and all those weapons and that defense are gonna win that those games. Yeah. Um but did you buy any Jarrett Stidham? Hey. Oh my goodness. You know what? I hung in with that kid for so long. And even I promise you, you could look at my search history in eBay before the season started. I saw that he was the backup. You told you told me months and months and months and months. I did. And there was like some really, really high end Stidham out there for less than a hundred bucks. I mean, literally national treasures, RPA. I think, I think there was one there that I missed out on. Literally, it closed at like seventy four dollars, which is probably three or four hundred right now. It's, I mean, but I believed in that kid when he left Auburn. I thought he was the heir apparent to Tom Brady. I mean, uh, great arm talent, knows football, but he's just been sort of floating around. But now, look at him. Yeah, shoulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. We'll see. You got to see more than one game from him. You but. do. You do. So, 
Uh, let's let's move on from this. Well, I'm going to keep this bracket up there, but who who wins the Super Bowl, Josh? Chiefs. The Chiefs, and then who are they playing? Who are they beating in the Super Bowl? The Bucks, and that's not a Brady Homer. They are. <laughs> Evan said it after the game. He said this team plays a lot different when their backs are against the wall. Mm. A couple games where their backs are against the wall, and they sure lit it up. I'm just saying, pay, playoff Brady's a little bit different. You're right. And this that side, it's kind of like Philly, Dallas, Minnesota, New York. Those are teams that can kind of just show up and lay an egg Yeah. in the playoffs because yeah. it's Brady. I'm just yep. saying. I, all right. Until the dude retires, you can't bet against him because that's all, all that's happened is people have bet against him and regretted it for 20 years now. Yep. And so I'm not betting against him. And if, if the fourth quarter of last game is any indication, look out. The, well, Chiefs, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. It's in the, the least, this is going to be the least sexy Super Bowl ever, but I think I'm saying that it's going to be Cincy versus Dallas and Joe Burrow gets his first one. Hey, that's great for the hobby. It is. It is, but I just don't know if that's going to get ratings. Maybe, I mean, Dallas fans, they'll show up and they're America's team, but... and. Uh, Joe Burrow's sort of captured everybody's imagination, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Cincinnati beats Dallas. You got to admit this year, there is a ton of parody. Like yes. that's not very usual. It could yeah. be any one of those teams up on that. Right. And you, it wouldn't be unbelievably shocked. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's our Super Bowl champ. You said, who, who'd you pick? You said it was going to be the chiefs. Gun beating. to my head, Chiefs. And then I said, for the record, it was going to be Cincinnati beating the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Um, while we're here, who wins the NBA championship? Ooh. They're what? They're maybe a third. They may maybe a third of the way through the season. Is that is that close? It's kind of like I'm going to stick with my preseason pick of the Warriors. Okay. I like it. They're they're just there's too much fire. I know they've been a little dysfunctional this year. Um that's my pick. You see Donovan Mitchell scored 70 something points yesterday. It's 71 nuts. 71 points or something. Yeah, something was in the water. Clay Thompson scored 54. At overtime helps both those games. They yeah. both overtime, so that sure helps. But I, I've, I said it from the beginning. Jason Tatum gets his first one, and it's probably going to be the first of three to four. Once that kid learns how to win, it's over for everybody. Uh, who wins the World Series? <laughs> and we're making this prediction, not ha- having what could have been the craziest offseason trade-wise for wow. Major League Baseball. But who wins? Who wins the World Series? It's too early to pick. There's still there's still players floating around. I mean, there is, there is. Man, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, I I don't know. Do you have a pick? Do you have a I bullshit? do. I do. I think it's going to be the Braves. I think they've done everything right in this offseason, other than let my boy Dansby go um, to the Cubbies. To the Cubbies. I think they've done everything right. I think they are positioned for another long run. Um, I'm going to say Padres. 
Oh, how could you not say that? Right? Who are there? Who's who's leading off there? Maybe Cronenworth, and then it goes Soto, Machado, Tatis, somewhere Tatis. Who they picked up? They picked up uh, Bogarts. Yes. No. Devers. No, they picked up no Bogarts. Bogarts. Yeah. Yep. It's nasty. I mean, if Tatis is back and plays well and everything go and injuries injury free for the team, yep. they're going to be tough to beat. So that's my prediction. Right. All too, right. Before we go to Card from the Vault, uh, let's make some general card market predictions. Uh, card market wise, what we, do you see? What do you see for wax and singles pricing? So we. We talked about, you know, what, uh, October was really where we noticed this cool down. Mm -hmm. Um, November started to pick up and we had a great December. So I, the card market is coming back, you know, it fell from its height and it's back to earth. It went through a little cooling and I singles business, especially in the shop has been really strong. So I like what I'm seeing from the hobby and I like even more that box prices are coming down and these distributors are starting to, you know, sell us stuff at reasonable prices. Um, I love where it's headed price wise to get mosaic at three 99 from me. And that's, you know, that's not, the highest you'll find, and that's not the lowest you'll find. That's probably the average. But those were eight hundred bucks last year, yeah. if I remember right. So three ninety nine, three sixty nine, three seventy nine. Those are great prices for boxes like XR is three twenty nine. I think that it was four five hundred last year. So, yep. and that's football, the highest of all three. The other products are lower than that, baseball and basketball. So, yeah. baseball's really quite affordable. Mm-hmm. because of that we're selling it really well in the store so i like that singles you've got this you've got these people that have gotten tired of wax prices and have shifted to singles but the wax is the gambling aspect of the hobby so it's always going to stay strong but i i like where it's at it's good it's strengthening it's back to earth it's back to normal a little bit with a lot of new customers since COVID. Yeah. I, I, I think we're going to see prices. I don't think we're at the bottom quite yet. I think we're going to see prices continue to soften towards the national. Um, but I do think it's not going to be as it's going to, you're going to see us. Uh, I don't, the market's going to slow. I just think prices are going to continue to soften. Which is fine. What, I mean, six, which is fine if for the collectors out there and for folks chasing cards. What's exciting about that is as, and you even touched on it because you said singles are going great. Because I think, uh, I think grading has become uh, so accessible again. Um, and I think will continue to become accessible that the combination of wax prices sort of going down and uh, single prices going down, but not as not as much, you're going to see 
when we when we get closer and closer to the national, I think you're going to start seeing an uptick. I think if you want to buy, if you're in that buying mode, you know, bring your checkbook and a great attitude because uh, I think in the next six months you got to get it um, because I think prices are going to be there and cards that you've been targeting and wax you've been wanting to 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 buy and break open to get those singles out of there. I think it's going to be really fun over the next six months. And I say that because I, you know, I know that there are collectors out there and card guys out there that bought at the height and they're really, really hurting right now, like really hurting. And my heart goes out to them. Uh, Hopefully they can either unload and sort of start over or just hang on until things turn back around but for guys like me that really didn't start putting any sort of money into this until um you know the second half of last year this is exciting it's really really exciting because now we've got a new perspective it's not open up a box and grade all the base and quadruple your money that's not (laughs) <laughs> that's just not reality. Yeah. Uh, now you open up a box and the hits mean something. And if they're looking clean and you get them and it's not $150 to grade it, and it comes back a 10 and then you're not, you're not 10 Xing your money, but you, you can quadruple your money. Yeah. And, and if you get completely toasted, you're not down $800. You're down $180 or yes. 100 or less or something. Yeah. You know? It's so much easier to grade your way out of a box now. I mean, uh, one of the funnest rips, uh, and I ripped open a, a couple of these boxes with my boys because they had s- some of the tops holiday in the, in the stores. That was some of the... F- funnest stuff that we ripped all year long. And it was a, it's like a $35, $40 box. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that the joy has come back to the hobby a little bit. um, And uh, I think it's good for it. So that's my prediction. I hope the, the people that were turned off by this pricing, which believe it or not, was not the card shops. It was the distributors. Yes. Um, Kind of, kind of feel like they can get back into the hobby and not feel like they're getting completely crushed. <laughs> you know, yes. believe me, I love these lower prices. Oh yeah. Easier for us to sell, easier for me to turn, easier for me to fill in, buy more. Yeah. It's good. Absolutely. For All right, Josh, yep. your card from the vault, unless you want me to go first. I'll go first. My card yep. the vault is in homage to my favorite NBA player. I'm not a hardcore NBA guy, but my kids will tell you if dad had to pick one NBA player, whenever they get cocky on NBA 2K on the PlayStation, (laughs) I say, let me come in and play. I'm always playing with this guy, the Mavs. Yes, my goodness. What a streak he is on right now. I said, and someone from the shop better quote me and remember, when he was a rookie, I said he'll finish his career and be the all-time leading scorer. This is when he was a rookie, and we'd owned the shop for a year, maybe. Yeah, a year. So just because he was so young and he was already just scoring points every night. Well, you got to save these hot takes for the podcast, not the shop. I just did. I said it three years ago. (laughs) This is a little blue laser, non-numbered. No, 
know, optic rated rookie of Luca that I think has a shot at a 10. So it's getting ready to get a color up. match. I like it. Yep. So I did sell a purple PSA 10 of, of Luca that was numbered to like whatever those are 49 or something. I sold that last year and I'm kicking myself for that, but maybe I'll get a 10 out of that. So, well, this is nowhere close to that card, but there is a cool story behind it. So uh, a couple months back, Josh uh, and I were set up next to each other at the Asheville card show. And he had this smoking hot deal on this, on my favorite product of the year, which is stadium club baseball. And I was like, I'll take one of those. He sold it to me. I ripped it open. Not you on know, site. Ripped it open later. Uh, yeah, not on site. Um, I opened it, opened it um, and like pulled an auto, a Gavin Sheets numbered auto is nice, and a couple other cards. And, uh, it was a nice, it was a fun rip. Um, and I was, I'm setting up at the Charlotte show this weekend, so I'm sorting through some stuff uh, for like my dollar box, and I'm sorting through the cards from that box, and I saw this. Jo- I'm almost embarrassed that I didn't see this, but I saw this Josh Bell and it's got, instead of the silver or the red or the black, it's got this gold foil. And I'm like, (laughs) what is that? And I turn it around and it's a one, a one Josh Bell from stadium club this year. This it's nothing. This is this card is not a big card. It's not worth a lot of money unless you are a Josh Bell fan. And if you are, hit me up. But uh, first one of one I've ever pulled, and I didn't even know that I pulled it. That's 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 my collecting in a, in, in a nutshell. How many one of ones floating around out there are in bulk boxes because people don't notice yeah. it? I we've we've ran across it at the shop. Like, look, yeah. look holy cow, this is a one of one. Yeah. Look. um all right uh what is coming to the shop next week josh i don't know oh let me let me tell you there's this little basketball this uh little um baseball product called national treasures yep uh that's coming uh right on the heels of flawless that just makes no sense to me yeah it probably got pushed up uh and then we've got nba hoops nice fun rip uh basketball wise uh archive snapshots baseball uh, that says tba uh and then a, a sweet overlooked football product panini spectra uh, it's coming out so i don't know if i'd call it overlooked that's a banger yeah that is it is it's awesome so uh just a quick reminder uh let me just click through to see if how many spots are available uh one two three four five six there are a few spots left in this capstone um, baseball card break so if you were still with us tune still tuned in um run over to uh grand slam breaks uh rockhill.com and buy a spot uh, while they are still available uh crazy stat of the week time i do have one go for it so you know ichiro had a long career right yes in ichiro's 10th at bat he hit a single that raised his 
career batting average to 300. His career batting average never sunk below 300 for the rest of his career. What? At 10, his 10th at bat in, he hit 300 and never hit below that ever again. I tell you. Like what? 15 years? I tell you, that's, you know, that's a player that I, I should probably make sure that I've got one of his nice graded cards in the collection. I mean, I mean, I mean, globally, he's the hits all-time hits leader, yeah. you know, but Rose is still the, the national all-time hits right. leader. But that's a pretty impressive stat. I was, uh, that, that one made me go, wow, 10th at bat. So, Josh, what is, uh, uh, just throwing it out there, don't look at the notes, the lowest seed to ever win the Super Bowl? What's the lowest seed period? 16 or? Uh, eight. Eight? Or the seven. I mean, yeah. I, well, I'd be, uh, the eighth seed? Has has the eighth seed? I would say at some point the eighth seed has ever won the Super Bowl. No. So one of these is going to make you smile because uh, the fifth seed in 2020 was the Bucks, And so they won the Super Bowl as a fifth seed. Uh, problems that year too and everyone was like eh, they can't it's that brady's old brady's over the hill and he won the super bowl go ahead another one of these will make you cry because in 2007 the giants won mm. as the fifth seed helmet catch that was yep. either the sideline catch or the helmet catch yep in 2010 the green bay packers won as a sixth seed um, and that's the lowest seed to ever win the Super Bowl is the sixth wow. seed. My pick, the Dallas Cowboys, is a fifth seed. What's what are the Buccaneers this year? The fourth seed. Uh, so oh, because they won the division. So yeah, that's <laughs> really in actuality record wise. <laughs> that would be quite a feat if they take it all the way. Yeah. It's gonna be a it's that's gonna be a twenty eight to three Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl kind of kind of postseason if the Bucks do it again because I have heard it from every TV station and every customer and every Brady hater that this <laughs> doesn't have a snowball's chance of winning the Super Bowl this year. Right. And I just said if he can just make sure they get into the playoffs, it's anybody's game. And boy, will it be sweet! It will be sweet for you like julian edelman, <laughs> julian edelman said when they were down 28 to 3 and brady's pumping them up come on don't give up edelman looks at him and says this is going to be one heck of a story and it was true and it, and it turned out to be and it was the greatest comeback in super bowl history and this could be another another one of those stories dear lord i hope i got two people <laughs> josh do you have any parting shots before we say goodbye no, I think we've said it all. Go fill that break. Hopefully we can rip that baby tomorrow. And then uh, stay tuned for the uh, big hobby box football trade night break because you'll want to grab a spot and then you got 10 days to see. Great spending Tuesday with you, Josh. See you soon. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like the Talking Shop podcast, be sure to give us a great rating and review. Catch you next time as we talk shop.